So, a theory of everything. Like a universal model, right? That's what we're looking for. That's what string theory is trying to accomplish. That's what quantum theory really throws a wrench in on. So, if you accept the mainstream narrative of uh, quantum mechanics and like many worlds theory, one of the things that the math, like the mathematics checks out is that we have like 12 or 13 dimensions. And this isn't like parallel, this isn't like a dimension running in parallel where it's the same exact reality just one step over and slight subtle difference. <clears throat> As is there's like dimensions on a plane. There's the very famous uh, Carl Sagan, I think it was from the original Cosmos series, where he tries to explain the Flatlanders. And it's essentially if there was a two-dimensional being living about its day, it wouldn't have any concept of a three-dimensional value like uh, up or down, let's say. They would know forward, back, left, right, but they couldn't even conceive up or down. And if you were to, like, talk to them, there would just be a voice coming from, well, everywhere or maybe within... And if you were to try to interact with them, they would only be able to perceive you one slice of two-dimensional space at a time. They couldn't, they couldn't see the entire three-dimensional body. They couldn't, be able, they couldn't perceive that. So one thing he talks about in that talk is uh, the a te tesseract. And that's like a theoretical hypercube. And, and it would be a cube that exists in fourth, the fourth dimension, but it doesn't have a good representation here, just the same way we couldn't necessarily fully see it. But we can see examples of it, and we can see shadows of it. So just like how a three-dimensional object casts a two-dimensional shadow, a fourth-dimensional object would cast a three-dimensional shadow. And so there are ways we can take this and take the math of these shapes and run them out and adding a new vertices or a new axes without, you know, being able to do it on a spreadsheet or in a 3D environment. It is all just math, numbers, and, you know, theater of the mind, as you were. So, if, if modern-day physics asserts that we have 13 dimensions, 12 dimensions, I think the argument is out, but more than three. Uh, you look back on more of our spiritual teachings or religious teachings or even what our ancient civilization said and it's a bit interesting because 
everyone's kind of saying the same thing, but it's like they get caught up in the specifics and the definitions in which that leads to war and death. And so as soon as we just about have the same language, we end up destroying everything. Tower, it's kind of like Tower of Babel. Once you have the pillar that can reach to the sky and actually reach to the gods um, and have a universal language so there could be no confusion, the only thing left to do is to destroy it all. Uh, whether that's brought on from externally or internally or, yeah, who knows. So, <clears throat> the best argument I've heard for there being a supreme god or like a one entity god an omnipresent god not multiple gods but something at the very tip of the ladder is that reality has a has a positive bias uh, if you go lying if you try lying throughout your whole life uh, it's it's not gonna work out and even if you lie about a little thing, it's so much harder to maintain that lie than it is to maintain the truth. And just that alone. That alone shows that reality has a bias for truth. It, 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 this, it seems like what's built into this reality, baked in, is the inclination that what is real is real and what is perceivably real is it's novel but as long as human can articulate and explain it it's real so it's this thing that like everything everything around us has come from a human mind just about. Our, most of the plants you see, definitely all the right angles, all the roads, the cars, the buildings, the clothing, the nanoparticles, the, the plastics, the uh, psych meds in the water, the water filtration system, everything, everything has come from human. Uh, human mind and it was created through an external force it seems you know where's the argument of whether it's an external force or an internal force I don't know my whole spiel on this is like it's an interesting idea to think that there are interdimensional influences coming from above and below not parallel maybe parallel but let's stick with above and below and Everything that comes from below is a low-resolution uh, reality. It's, it's, imagine being a third-dimensional being as you are, and then imagine you're stuck in the second dimension. You're stuck between a piece of paper. That sounds like hell. That just sounds like an existence that this biological organism w would just... That sounds horrible. 
So everything that comes from below, it's 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 a mockery of the third dimension. It's a mockery of what it could actually be here. Just how like you know drafting out a drafting out building blueprints before you build it it's really helpful and the information is there but no one expects you to go live in the building that you drew down and that building you drew down although to the design to the exact inch uh no one expects it that that's nothing that's nothing like a building that's that's nowhere near what the true amazement of an actual building would be and then everything that comes from above, this is where I don't, I mean, I don't know any of this stuff, but everything that comes from above is that angelic. So if it comes from below, to keep terms simple, I'm not too religious, but I understand why these words have been around for so long. Everything that comes from below is demonic. It's, it's, it's not fully realized, and it can't be. Everything that comes from above would be angelic and I don't know if that always means they're trying to help if that's an idea or if you're trying to bring in higher frequencies into this reality in order to make it a better place if that's how that works because you know drafting a building blueprint isn't making this reality a worse place so I'm not sure why it would have to be that way so, if you live with the truth, or you side with the truth, or you try to you try your best to tell the truth, not participate in the lie, uh, it's it seems to go much further. I have a coworker who can't stop lying. Uh, he's he's a small guy, and I think he's just gotten really scared of backlash and appearing stupid, and so he lies all the time. But what's sad is he lies so much that it's it's just how he talks. He lies to himself, and he does. I don't think he knows it. I don't think he could. He he just knows that he needs to stay on top, or he needs to stay relevant at all means. And if you catch him in a lie, he legit doesn't remember that he said that, or you know, it, and so. You can go about that long enough, but you're not going to build strong relationships. You're not going to exceed your... If you're not honest with yourself, you're not going to get anything done. You could go for a while, but you're not going to get any, build anything great. And so, living with the truth or siding with the truth, it's not always easy because trying to parse out, well, what is true, it seems that it's a better way to live. I haven't quite understood why positive or positivity would be associated with above. Um, I can understand early man always thinking falling and failing is destructive because we would fall off a cliff or if you get stabbed or if you get killed in a battle you fall to the ground so fall and down uh, you can always be crushed 
You know, no one ever died and flew through the sky. No one ever uh, tripped off of a tree and flew up. You know, he never said he was taken upward or something like that. So I understand why we've associated downfall, bad, death, low, why all of those are synonymous. And other than the gods coming from above, outside of our atmosphere, whether they're aliens or angels or whatever you want to call it, I, I don't know exactly why the fourth dimension should be resolute with positivity. So if there is, in fact, a god, which it kind of seems like there is, like philosophically I don't know how long you can go without taking over the concept, you know, every, humans have spent more bloodshed and written word about the existence of God than anything else. So clearly it's a, it's a concept we're highly invested in. But you can't really start talking about philosophical and moral principles without eventually teetering into God. You, you have to, you have to conf uh, confront it eventually, if you're being honest. And it seems that there is a lot going on in this reality, and a lot going on outside of this reality, that then gets interpreted through this reality. Humans could just be these little, these little incubators for ideas and creation or destruction. You know, maybe that's our task, is to reside between construction, destruction, and preservation, and what we allow to be. Maybe that's the whole gambit. Maybe that's the whole game. It's just, uh, it's, it's interesting times. I hope to be making more of these. This is just for me to get comfortable talking into a microphone. I just do these on my drive to work, and it's not the best quality. I kind of understand that it's not the best content. Uh, I hope to actually be starting our legitimate podcast here very shortly something with video where I actually can try to showcase some of the ideas I'm talking about because none of these ideas are mine. These have, All this stuff's been talked about for hundreds of years, if not some of the original concepts ever talked about. Uh, yeah, so hopefully this was fun. It was a good ramble, and I'm going to keep doing them.